Welcome to Cinema 7. We are a podcast about games, film, movies, uh, and pretty much anything entertainment. Anything. Um, today we're going to be talking about Dark Knight Rises. This is kind of like our throwback episode. Uh, this is our second, ta- our second uh, look at it, so we're calling it Take 2. First time we're introducing this. Um, we're, like I said, we're going to break down Dark Knight Rises. Uh, by the way, we just want to get this out there that these are our opinions alone. <laughs> um, we're not expressing, um, we're not trying to say you can't like the movie or that you are not allowed to like the movie. We understand that. Diff- You're definitely not allowed to like this movie. Okay. <laughs> we do. We understand there's a lot of people that do like this movie. Um, we're going to be overly critical today. Yes, we're going to be very critical of Dark Knight Rises, uh, as we were when it first came out. Uh, maybe. 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 This is our second look at it. We, we rewatched it, and uh, we're, we, we've been hyping this for how many, how many times? A long time. Since the Lego Batman episode, we hyped it. I think so. Who's, who, who's, who's on the podcast today? Uh, I'm Mary Bacari, your host today. I'm Chris Hawk, just a panelist. Chris Hawk is here as, uh, you know, me and Chris Hawk did the Lego Batman episode. Uh, Which was surprisingly better. I only have two episodes left. That's it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Only two. (laughs) Which is Lego Batman better than Batman Rises. Dark Knight Rises. That's right. Um, So I guess we're going to just hop right into it and and break it down. This is slowly for Batman Rises. No movie news. No nothing. No No, trailers. Straight Straight Batman. Straight the Dark Knight trilogy a little bit um dark knight rises and then we're gonna break it down and uh we're good we're just gonna we're actually really gonna break it down like break the back we're gonna break the bat we're gonna break the bat we're gonna break the bat oh geez so <laughs> what were your original expectations for dark knight rises chris hawk dark knight rises do you remember Do you your... want to start off with batman begins first to get our expectations like... i see i see we can I mean, yeah, I guess we could do that. So Batman Begins is one of the... Yeah, let's... Yeah. Batman Begins, which I know is your favorite. Yes. Out of all Batman movies? No, out of this trilogy. Out of this trilogy. Now, like I said before, um, or maybe it got cut off. I don't remember what happened. Mm -hmm. Is that the part that got cut off, or was that later? Because remember part we... Remember technically got cut short? Because we had a long run of... uh, the whole Batman saga after the Lego Batman review. Oh. And it, I think the mics got screwed up a little bit. Yeah. But anyway. Um, it's lost forever. Batman Begins is my favorite one because it feels more Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do recognize Dark Knight is a better film. But I, I like Batman Begins better because it's more Batman-y to me. You um, can't get more Batman-y than the Joker in Batman. I'm sorry, Marl. It was, I think... I think it surprised people. Batman honestly. Begins? Yeah. Definitely. To have Ra's al Ghul, or Ra's al Ghul, Ra's al Ghul, however you pronounce his name, Ra's yeah. Ra's Ra's Roosh. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> that movie, I, um, I particularly love Batman Begins because of just how much, it's, it's not only an origin story for Batman, it's an origin story for Bruce Wayne and how we get to see him grow, which kind of loses that in The Dark Knight. Yeah, and the Dark Knight Rises. It's uh, there's hardly any. Uh, well, I mean, I just I never see Bruce Wayne 
changing in The Dark Knight Rises like I see him changing in yeah. Batman Begins. You see him grow in this one. Yeah. You see him become Batman. I think that's the first time you see him become Batman. Like the, One of my favorite parts of the movie is a part when he's Bruce Wayne and when he goes into the restaurant, buys the restaurant, walks out with the girls, and, yeah. who, and who walks up? Uh, Katie Holmes. Did you see his face? His life. See his face? Did you yeah. see his face? Bruce Wayne instantly turns into a little boy again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's like, it's Christian Bale pulled it off. The mixture of trying to hide who you really are and trying to put on a fake self. I, I really think that was the best part for Batman Begins for me. The Ra's al Ghul versus Batman storyline was good, but I really think him and Batman, him turning into Batman and him trying to hide who he truly is was one of my favorite parts of Batman Begins. I agree. I, I think, because like I said, um, it's like the first time in film you see Bruce Wayne become Batman. And it's more of, it's more of uh, the man behind the mask instead of Batman. You know, it's more Bruce Wayne. Um, it also has one of the best lines in movie cinema. What is it? Where are the drugs? <laughs> Where are they going? Where's Rachel? I mean, all three of those lines. Is, just, is that the second one? It's the first one. Oh, that's the first one? Where are the other drugs going? Does he say, where's Rachel? Where's Rachel? I thought that's the second one. Is it the second one? Yeah, because remember they kidnap her? Damn it. And that's the whole blow up Damn it. But I don't know if they had drugs in the second one. It was the first one. Remember Scarecrow? Yeah. Which was... You're mixing them together. They all blend together. It's all one movie. It's all one movie. It's poetry. (laughs) I I think... Is this... Was this one of his uh, breakout movies, Christopher Nolan? No. Uh... Prestige was before this, 2005. Okay. Wait, okay. no. Hold up. So, hold up. All right, I'm going to give you some background for Christopher Nolan. His first, like, one of his, one of his short movies that he did in college, I believe that's the story, is Following. Did you ever get a chance to see Following on Netflix? No. It's, it's pretty great. Is it still on there? I don't think so. And then one of my personal favorite movies is Memento with Guy Pierce. A lot of people like Memento. I, I'm, I'm particularly fond of Memento. It's kind of fair. a cult hit, right? Right. Kind of. I'd put it in the same category as like one of those like Fight Club s cult hit movies. You know what? Along the line of a psychological thriller, so it's kind of close. Yeah. And then we get Batman Begins. So this really Batman Begins is they like, took a leap of faith. Yeah. It's like his third movie. And I think you could see some of the psychologicalness in Batman Begins. Yeah. And I think that's what he brought. Mm-hmm. And then that's and then the Prestige. Okay. So the prestige was after Batman Begins. After Batman Begins, in between Batman Begins and Dark Knight. So this, this is a busy guy. Yeah. Because you know movies movies take a while. That's what happens when you get a big hit. That's what's gonna happen to Jordan Peele. So the prestige doubled its budget. Really? Yeah. But I mean, DVD sales, man. You never know. Yeah. Batman Begins though did buku bucks. I mean, you just. Any Batman movies? Did you do. like the whole Raja Ghoul? Th- did you like having two villains? Like there was Scarecrow, who was kind of there, um, but Raja Ghoul being the overarching. It's 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 good. I'm just gonna say this right now: Batman has the best uh, rogue gallery, in my opinion, in DC. Okay. Spider Man is a close second, in my opinion, because I just Batman has great villains. I think when you think of villains. For Marvel-wise, you think of Spider-Man. Definitely, because he has but some DC-wise, of DC-wise, you think of Batman. Absolutely. I mean, Superman has some pretty good villains, too, but they're kind of archetypes of him. Yeah. They're, like, super strong. Or they're psychological. Very psychological. Like, Mexico Blake. 
and yeah. I can't even, Brainiac, Lex, Lex. Yeah. And then you have the strong guys like Doomsday and all them. But Batman has, I think Batman just has, he has legendary villains. Yeah. I mean, most of his villains could have their own movie. They're more memorable. Yeah. Like, I would watch a Poison Ivy movie. They're making a Harley Quinn movie. Gotham Sirens. Gotham Sirens. I mean, the Joker basically had his own movie in Suicide Squad. Basically. Basically. And the, all those deleted scenes just made it a masterful movie, right, Mario? No. <laughs> I'm glad they were deleted. So, him having Scarecrow, which I don't really consider Scarecrow a big hitter. Yeah. Because he only has like a couple gimmicks, and that's tries to use his fear. So, it makes sense for you. It makes he, sense to use two villains. Yeah. Like, I, see, I like that the d- dynamic, the way they did it. Absolutely. Like, Roz, Roz, not a, like, if you're not. If you're not a true, I'm not gonna say not true, but if you're not a big Batman fan, yeah, you probably won't know who Roz Roz is, like mm-hmm. the man who trained him, the League of Shadows, his daughter. You won't know any of that. So, them introducing a, I would say a C level comic villain and making him an A level comic villain is great. Yeah, bringing him to the forefront. Now everyone knows who Roz is. I mean, you even have Roz on Arrow, yeah. with uh, the green. Green, green arrow. arrow. On arrow with the green arrow. <laughs> On arrow with the green arrow. And he's just, he's a big character now. They're pushing him. You know, he's, he's in got, the, he got the, a, the Batman games. He got a big pop from Batman Begins and look at him now. Yeah, look, look at, at him, him now. now. At least we don't have Vince McMahon to bury him all the time. Oh know? my goodness. <laughs> and then. But I agree. I, th- I think um, it definitely worked what they did in this one. Um, I, think, I think it was very fitting to make him the first. If they, were, if they planned on doing a trilogy the whole time. I mean, obviously, because I guess, you know, at the end of Batman Begins is when they tease the Joker with Which, the card. What, I just want to say that's one of the better stings I've seen at the end. It's a, it's a good, it completes the movie, but it adds on to show you where the next one's going. Yeah. And the fact that it has, this is his calling card, and you see the Joker. People flipped. Mm-hmm. People love the Joker. Now... Since we're talking about the Joker, I guess we can just get into Dark Knight. Uh, Let's a do that. Bit. Um, Is there anything you wanted to add about Batman Begins, or? I mean, I don't know. I think everybody's pretty much talked about mm-hmm. uh, Batman be- these movies, and uh, we're just we're just going over them, you know, just to get to Dark Knight Rises. I hope people have seen these movies. Hopefully, hopefully. But Batman Begins is, like I was saying, I think it's a good setup. It's, a good, it's definitely a good setup. He's it, it, setting up the perfect. mythos yeah. of Batman. And I think it, he, Nolan does a really good job. And he does a better job in Dark Knight. And with the, with the whole story already established from Batman Begins, I think this was the perfect sequel. You have to push the boundaries. And that's yeah. what he did. You have to see how far is Batman willing to go in these situations. Is he willing to break his oath? And he does. I know a lot of people... Probably, I mean, probably like true Batman fans probably were a little upset that Joker wasn't the first villain, but I think you can appreciate it because this kind of sets, because, you know, he's still beginning as Batman in the first one. So this kind of, this kind of gives you that his, his big arch rival. So for the very first Batman movie by Tim Burton, it works. Yeah. It, It works because it's set up that Batman's already exists in the world. Yeah, I believe so because I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholas. Yeah, you never see you never Jack see Nicholas the beginning. Son. Yeah, Jack, so he's Jack already Nicholson. he's Jack Nicholson, not the golfer. 
So he's already established Batman. So that means there's a there's a relationship there for them to to do something. You have to build Batman up for him to get the Joker. That's what makes it great. That would, that would yeah. make that great. But in, that's that's why I'm glad they didn't have Joker first because Joker is like the the antithesis to mm-hmm. Batman. He's everything Batman isn't. And if you do that for the first movie, where do you go from there? Maybe, and I think that's kind of why Dark Knight Rises doesn't live up. Yeah. Well, the whole thing, too, with uh, people expecting Heath Ledger not to uh, succeed as Man, that was nuts. I remember the backlash of that. And then when... That's crazy. The movie came out, you know, people, people, I mean, people still talk about his Joker. Like, he won an Oscar for it. He did. Um, now, I mean, Oscar is deserved. He was a good Joker, and mm-hmm. he was a good supporting actor. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what movies came out at that time that were also nominated. Mm-hmm. Um, he was going to win no matter what, though. I think pretty much. I think. I think because it was after he. Passed. But I, he's. I would say that he's the reason why that movie is good. If you take, well, it completely changes the movie if he's not in there. But I think he, he not only elevates everyone around him, I just think he brings something that no one else can bring to this movie. Yeah. And that's, it is the chaos. I think he, yeah. And I think he, he definitely brought more out in the other people in the movie by his performance, in my opinion. There was, uh, I love the, one of my favorite tidbits about you know the scene where they crash the Harvey Dent party? Yeah. When I think Harvey just got selected the DA or something like that. And yeah. he, he comes in with the shotgun. This is the first time you, we meet the Joker in public type of thing. And Michael Caine didn't know it was going to happen. Like the whole the Joker coming in. Really? That's his actual scared. So that was improvised? That was. Well, I don't think they told him that. Like they told him like, like hey, the Joker's going to come in. Be scared. I think. He said he was actually terrified of Heath Ledger when he walked through the door. Really? Yeah. And I think that's, that's pretty wonderful. What, what sucks is um, you can't have uh, Joker in the next movie, obviously. I mean, they, they, I mean, people wanted, you know, they had fantasy castings on who could replace Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm glad they didn't. This, just, this one just built up so much expectations for Dark Knight Rises. But uh, I don't know. I guess I, I my my expectations were definitely high because I, as growing up with the Batman movies mm-hmm. with Tim Burton, and I mean, Jer- tons of cheese. Yeah, and no one's movies don't have a lot of cheese in them because no. they they like to base themselves in reality. That was when you're seeing these movies, you you think that this can be done. Yes, you're not like in the Spider-Man movie. You're making a small nuclear reactor in your basement. That's, I mean, that's all, nearly that's impossible. Far-fetched, yeah. Very far fetched. In New York, about to create a black hole, you're gonna kill yourself with it. I'm Spider-Man. I just, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, this but was this, ground, this grounded in realism. Grounded in reality. You think that a guy can, with enough training and enough resources, you think he can actually do this. Yeah. And when it gets to Dark Knight Rises. It becomes more cheese than reality. It's, it feels like you, Nolan, he was 
he went out the, the specifications that he put out. He yeah. was drifting away from them. Yeah. So yeah, like my expectations for Dark Knight Rises were definitely the highest. We're, we're pretty high because I mean I grew up with I grew up with Batman. We grew up with all the Batmans. Um, even though you know, it, the last two technically are you know really bad. You know, but or, or Batman Forever and Batman as a and Robin. Kid, though, as a kid though, I, they I, were the best. They were the best. Nice to meet you. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. The Ice Age. But as a kid, you don't really. Like as an adult now, we can look back and be like, "Yeah, they're really cheesy." They're but totally as a kid, the kid in myself still likes it. Well, that's because if you really, really think about what these guys are doing, it's funny. Yeah, like it's costume guys fighting each other. That's exactly. funny stuff with nipples. With nipples <laughs> <laughs> that can but, cut glass. Is that- <laughs> you can bounce a quarter off. You that, know what's those sad? Abs. You know what's sad for George Clooney? Like I have a little. He's rich, and we're supposed to. How are we supposed to have remorse for a rich guy? But he, he took, he took the, like the embarrass- embarrassment of that movie to heart. Like, really? if, if people be like, "Hey, you're in that Batman movie," he's like, "I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry." Really? And he'll and he'll be like, "No, man, I actually like that movie." He's like, "I'm sorry, still." Like, really? There's a lot of backlash for those movies. I mean, I understand that. I mean, um, but. I don't know, and then you know how good Batman's Begin was. And how then, good it was! And Very good. Dark Knight, how, twice spe- in one day. How how? <laughs> I saw Dark Knight Rises. So, didn't you fall asleep the second time? The second time, second or third time? I saw Dark Knight Rises three times in a two. Dark week. Knight Rises? No, I saw Dark Knight. I saw the Dark Knight three times in a two week. It was just, it was good. Yeah, it was that good. So you know, growing up pretty much with Batman. With Batman. And then getting to this, you, you, as a superhero fan growing up mm-hmm. and, and getting into comic books, this just didn't live up to what it could have been. And I don't like to say this a lot because a lot of people hold Batman as their favorite, but Batman is my favorite DC hero. I don't say it a lot because, it's, because everyone loves it. I just... You're a Marvel guy. I'm a Marvel guy. You're I a Marvel guy. I'm a... I'm a I'm I'm a Captain America right now, turning into Hydra. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but so my expectations after Dark Knight, I was like, what can they do to top it? And what I should have realized is that they couldn't. Just how some people feel that Return doesn't live up to Empire, or Return of the King doesn't live up to Two Towers, Nick Kenoki. <laughs> or how Back to Future Part 3 doesn't live up to Part 2. Yeah. When I think... Part Mass Effect 3 live up to Mass Effect Ma- 2. Mass Effect 2 or Mass Effect 2 live up to Mass Effect 1. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how Leprechaun 3 doesn't, isn't as good as Leprechaun 2. <laughs> Leprechaun in the hood. Leprechaun in the hood. Or whatever. Le- Leprechaun in space. Leprechaun in space. I just... I really wanted Dark Knight Rises to be so good. Now, like we said before, this is our opinions. Where you guys can love this movie. Yes, we're fine with that. And you probably do because this is this movie got it's eighty five percent of Rotten Tomatoes. It made tons of, of money. money. I mean, I'm talking, I'm talking Iron Man three money. That's how much money this thing made. Iron Man three money is, I think it's like one point five billion. Is what? Uh, not not one point five billion. It just. 
Um, do you want to start breaking one it down billion, from the beginning? One billion dollars this movie made. Do you want to do you want to break it down from the beginning or? You know what? Let's do it from the beginning. And I, this is basically going to turn into a. Love what the it. heck? Yeah. What the heck? What the heck happened? How can we fix this mess? This is. These are me and Mario's personal testaments to this movie. So now when I, now when I first saw this i was very disappointed in theaters um i just i I thought the acting was bad i thought i it just felt like christopher nolan honestly wanted to get it over and done with but it also felt like he wanted to erase the second one in a way did you get that feeling at all i have i i felt that bane was going through the motions of what the joker did yeah i get that too I, i feel like bane kind of takes the plot points of both villains. Like, he takes Ra's al Ghul and he does, and it, like, take, uh, trying to destroy Gotham, mm-hmm. and then he takes uh, Joker's plot point of mm-hmm. wanting to start chaos. Mm-hmm. So, you know how, I don't think it was Nolan that said this, but there are many people that said, Batman Begins is about fear. Yeah. It's about overcoming your fear, bats, and about Scarecrow, fear, that type of stuff. And becoming fear, that's what Batman, you know, yeah. he likes to exude fearness, that's why crime stop because people don't want to get stopped by the batman the dark knight is about chaos obviously we see that with the joker and then the dark knight rises is about pain okay and i feel that you should switch those i think dark knight rises is about chaos and the dark knight is about pain because of what happened to yeah uh, exactly what's her name what's her name and Rachel. What, yeah and um Harvey, Harvey Dent. Dent becoming Two-Face. What I think is it, the, the plot follows very simple to what the Joker was trying to do and just he was doing whatever he wanted to do but at the same time causing as much chaos as possible. I just feel like what I mean by um, tr- overshadowing this, the second one mm-hmm. I, 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 like Try trying to, to forget bigger, almost. Trying to go bigger but also trying to take what he did in the second one and implement it in this one but like basically what you're saying, but make it bigger. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like he tried to make Bane too intelligent. Did you get that? Bane is pretty darn intelligent in the comics. He, yeah. I, I know he's, sm- he's yeah. smart, but mm-hmm. I mean, obviously to make the whole serum and stuff mm-hmm. to make himself stronger or whatever happens. Yeah. But, he's not the mindless brute that people think he is like in Batman. Yeah. But Robin. I feel like this, they tried to make him too intelligent. In a way, like they tried to make him like. They tr- how they how did that CIA plane not have radar, and see that other plane above it? That's actually one of the things. The plot points. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you want to do you want to break down Bane real quick as a villain, and then we'll get into the Bane. Um, the best part about Bane is his death. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, really? I, when I got to it again, I was actually pleased with how he died. The okay. Whole, do you remember how he died? Yeah. With Anne Hathaway, Catwoman. Boom, out of nowhere. I loved it this time. When the first time I watched it, I was like, man, that's a BS. That's a brown sugar. I think it's funny how they, uh, I mean, they didn't really change him too much in mm-hmm. a sense. They, uh, they tried to make it more realistic with the mask giving him medicine mm-hmm. instead of it being like. Just, it, it holds in the pain. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, you know, they should have took a page out of Star Wars with how Darth Vader doesn't sound too loud. I felt Bane 
overshadowed anyone in the scene. He was very loud. Very loud. I just, like, his voice combined with the acting to me was super awful. Like, I hated his voice. You hated Bane altogether? I hated Bane. I... They, he's like bodybuilder. They made him like a, like a, uh, a goofy bodybuilder buff dude on, on pain meds. <laughs> I just remember when everyone made fun of that voice for a good month. It's weird how they, they, they twist it, though. Like, they make him seem like the main villain, and then he's just like a henchman, basically. Yeah. I, I still do not like that twist. With Talia? Yeah. No, just... Because the whole thing of making him trust Talia completely makes me not care about his relationship with Catwoman. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and I have a problem with that too. She betrays him like... All the time. Yeah, she not only betrays him, but she betrays him to the point where him going to the pit is her fault, even though she's being threatened with her life. Yeah. I'm sorry, but it's going to take me a while to forgive you. I'm going to eventually forgive you. Because... Took him five months to forgive her, Took him five months. (laughs) He climbed out of a hole and forgave her. I thought he, I think he's just thirsty, okay? And he's looking at and and then they go to that Italian village at the end. At the end together. Yeah. So I mean I I just think this movie rearranged differently would be much better. Yeah. That's how I feel about Man let's of Steel. Just, we're not gonna talk about George, Joseph Gordon Levin yet. Okay, yeah. Let, let's, let's talk about the beginning. Bane, Bane is I thought he was adequate. I don't mm-hmm. think I think I believe they tried too hard to make a intelligent, concise Joker. Yeah. Because I feel that's what they they did. They, the bank, the stock exchange, the the football stadium bomb, and the two boats, you know, ultimatum type thing. I just I feel like it was too similar. Like Joker just did this eight years ago. Come on, man, step up your game. I I feel like well, first of all, eight years is too long in my opinion. He should have been a lot older looking. Bane? Batman. For eight years? I feel like he should have had, he should have looked more gray or more, or something. Like, I don't know. I just feel like eight years was too, I, too long in a way. I don't know. Anne Hathaway has the best entrance in this movie. In the beginning? She's stealing from Bruce Wayne. Phenomenal stuff. And she not only looks cool doing it, she is a badass. When she kicks the cane out from underneath Batman, he doesn't do anything. He just falls. He just falls. Let's actually break it down. And she backflips out the window. <laughs> yeah. Perfect landing. Actually, we don't even see landing. But I guess and let's, heels. let's start from the beginning. Um, what do you think of that? Like, I don't even know if it's 30 seconds, but Less the opening than th- scene. Eight seconds about Harvey Dent? Yeah. I, I thought like that it. was pointless. Move the, move the uh, heist scene. First. The, the plane heist to yeah. the first. And then because, go into Harvey Dent. Yeah, because that because they cut to the plane jacking, and then they go w- back to with Harvey the Dent. whole you know the CIA allowing three unidentified hooded people to that were just captured that so they don't know. You're in the CIA, the- and you don't look underneath these hoods before you bring them on the plane. That's what I'm saying. Like, what in the world? I'm not gonna lie to you. If I was CIA, I would be the most what paranoid agent. Who who are these people getting on my plane? Do they got badges? Let me see their eyes. Their fingers? What do they got? Let me see some identification. Where's the radar? Like you were saying. Radar, man. Just 
why is the CIA plane not being shadowed by like F-18s, F-14s, F-16s, something? A drone? This is another part of Bane's voice I don't like. His, pro- his projecting voice in the hood is so loud. So loud. In the hood. I mean, he's talking to all the people in the ghetto. I honestly think Bane's dialogue from the, right from the start is, ter- is terrible. It's, it's awful. It, it's almost, I have a feeling it's almost, I want to say Shakespearean, but it's like toned down Shakespearean. A fire will rise. Yeah. I did not like the way he overacted that and with the, combined with how they did the voice effects. It just, I, I thought it was awful. More about dialogue in general, I think that the script, written dialogue, is, is just awful, in my opinion. I, it's overly dramatic. You know what it lacks? It's, what? I didn't want to interrupt. It lacks subtlety. Yes, it's, it's so much, it's so filled with, like, ex, ex, exposition. Uh, exposition, and nobody, like, nobody talks like that in real life. You're grounded in realism, and you, and you have people just talk as if, like, like you said, it's like, it's like a watered-down Shakespeare, in a way. Um, the amount of exhibition, you got it. Explanation. Um, expo. Just say expo. Expo. The amount of expo. They don't. It doesn't let the characters really express emotions in a lot of scenes. Especially if you're, uh, you're Blake, Detective Blake. It just took me out of the narrative in several sh- stuff, uh, several sequences, in my opinion. I just. I really think the worst part of this movie is Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and it's not his fault. I just think they... He's, I think he used him as the knowledgeable or logic character because everyone else around him is stupid. My goodness. Except for, like, I, the main character. Is he the smartest person in Gotham? Because <laughs> within 30 minutes the, of the movie... He's the only person in the entire city to know that Bruce Wayne... Is Gotham. Not even the person, the commissioner, who talks to him the most. Doesn't even know. Doesn't even know. But Joseph Gordon-Levitt, within 30 minutes of the movie, sits down with Bruce Wayne. Sits down with him. Looks at him <laughs> as he looks dramatically out a window and knows who he is. <laughs> he knows who he is. What in the world? For a man that takes great lengths to hide his character. How mad would you be for a simple cop slash detective, soon to be detective, to figure out who you were just because of a look? Yeah. He'd be the best cop in the world. Best cop? He'd I'd... be commissioner. I don't know why Batman Why is he didn't... not commissioner? Ben Affleck would have killed him right there. <laughs> ben, ben, <laughs> probably. Affleck? Probably. Boom, right there. Yeah. Alfred probably would have done it. Jeremy Irons would have done it. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. It's just it's weird how the main characters in this know absolutely everything there is to know, except for like Batman. He's the only one who, well, certain situations he knows everything there is to know. But that's Batman. He's smart. But well, Catwoman doesn't really. Yeah, she knows. She like the yeah. one sequence in the bar. Mm-hmm. She's like she just. I don't know. That was amazing. Do you like that part? I I like every part with Catwoman. I'm not gonna lie. Catwoman is my favorite part of this movie. I just, it's just weird. How about the cops getting there within seconds after they used the the, uh, senator's phone? Yeah. That was a quick response time. How come we can't get that here? I thought the pacing of the story was bad. You did? I I, I disagree. 
Really? Because I feel like the movie doesn't drag at all. For how long it is, there should be moments where it drags. I felt I was... I don't think it drags. I, I, I'm think saying, it, like, yeah. it doesn't drag at all. It uh, but, should, though. But I feel like it rushes through. I will agree with rushing. Were yeah. you rushing or dragging? Rushing through the plot. Were you rushing or dragging? That's... Am I a Russian or a dragon? Yeah, ru- <laughs> <laughs> As a whiplash. Like, it's a lot of oversaturated nonsense with rushing through the plot, in my opinion. Like, too much... Uh, there's too much repetitiveness in the script, I, th- I, I think. Like, how many times do they say Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character is a hothead? Oh, they Almost want every scene he's in. Every scene. Yeah. You're a hothead, Blake. Blake, get this, 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 get this hothead out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like people were too afraid to confront Christopher Nolan. And I don't know. Christopher Nolan in this movie just seems bored with it. And it's like he just wants the movie to end. And he just wants the trilogy to be over with. I, I have a feeling that he, I don't want to say he wrote himself into a corner. Because he, it was a masterstroke of, I believe it was a masterstroke of Dark Knight. You, you can't beat that. And you're going to try. You know what? Sometimes you have to go extravagant to beat extraordinary. Yeah. And I think he tried to do that. And in our opinion, he didn't make it. Other people love it, yeah. but don't think it's better than Dark Knight. There are some people that think this is the best Batman movie out of the trilogy, though. I understand that. Yeah. There's people that like Return of the Jedi. And there's people That's my favorite. Who, there's people who like Attack of the Clones. Nick Kenoki. Nick Kenoki likes Attack of the Clones? That's his favorite one. Obi-Wan. Um, I don't know. I, I just feel like he, he showed us more than... Or he, he, he should have shown us more. He, it was more... But he tells us. It was more telling than showing. Exactly. Which is like one of the first rules of filmmaking. Show, don't tell. I think it, I think it contained uh, too much junk that simply tells us what's going on rather than you know, letting us actually experience what is happening yeah. around us. And uh, because of that, I think the... With the terrible pacing and rushing through the plot, the terrible dialogue, I, I, and too much explanation, it just, everything contradicts itself in a way, in my opinion. And everybody knows everything, except for cops and Catwoman. Well, still, Catwoman knows too. I still feel as if the relationship between uh, Talia and Batman was just... It was wasted. It was, I don't think it. They should have somehow introduced her in Dark Knight, so that way she's there, and that she knows that. I I honestly I've thought of ways to make this movie better, and everyone dies but Catwoman and Batman. That's well, the only way I could see where this movie would be better. Well, I guess you're supposed to take in that it's eight years later, so she came up through the ranks, uh, eight yes. in eight years. And you're supposed to take in that this maybe this plan has been going on for eight years, which is a long time. Um, but I, I how don't know. I just you put this you base this movie in real in realism. Bane doesn't kill Batman when he has the chance. That right there is the worst mistake you could do. You know he's like a he's like a um, comic old, book villain, old school Bond villain. Yeah, it he turns into a comic book villain. And that's not what we expect from Nolan. I also think, uh, just to point this out, I think the shooting location, where, where they moved it from Chicago to Pittsburgh slash New York for this one, I think it, it makes a very large difference in the feel of Gotham. 
because Gotham felt very dark and crime-ridden, and uh, it was much smaller. This one, you know, they change it from New York to Pittsburgh, and I think it makes it too large, too open, and it just, it's entirely different. It feels entirely different from the past two films. Batman Begins in Dark Knight, the city feels claustrophobic. Yeah. And in this one, it feels very open. I guess it's supposed to, in a sense, because there's, crime is down a lot because of the Dent Act. Maybe. That's, that's what I was thinking, too. But that, the, the city just feels different. I don't know. They hate Batman. That's, just, that's why. Uh, do you want to talk about Alfred and Bruce Wayne? Because I, so, I, I have a little tidbit about uh, Alfred. That's another reason why they waste the best actors in this movie. As, and they toss them to the side, like Commissioner Gordon and Alfred. Yeah. You see Alfred in the beginning, and you see him in the end. You see Commissioner Gordon in the beginning. He's in the bed for most of the movie. And in the end, he actually does stuff. And then it's revealed that he's shady. I mean, I felt it would have been better for Gordon to die than his other friend. Didn't you feel that? Which one? Uh, Morgan Freeman? Matthew Modine. Who? The guy that was in his dress blues at the end, leading the charge. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The cop. I have a feeling, like, redeem both of them at the same time. Kill all the cops. Well, that way, that sounded if really Alfred, bad. If kill, <laughs> see, if Alfred did die, like I feel like that would have gave Batman more purpose. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like everyone should have died in this movie. End it all. Make it so that he can never go back to Batman. But at the same time, save the city that he loves. Never go back. Because Nightwing went clean slate. Yeah. For Catwoman, clean slate. Bruce Wayne. Daniel Blake. He's going to be a low key. It's John Blake. Is it John Blake? It's Robin John Blake. Oh, I like it when you go by your, your real name. Robin. <laughs> Robin. Uh, what kind of training does he have to be Batman? None. None? No martial arts? He's smart, okay. He knows everything there is to know. Non-lethal martial arts? You know who also knows everything there is to know? Alfred. He knows instantly that Bane is of League of Shadows. He got all his, he got all his info from BuzzFeed, all right? And BuzzFeed knows, but the CIA in the beginning doesn't know, uh, can't connect the dots between Raja Ghul. They don't have radar. What, what can they know? <laughs> the truth, they don't have radar. <laughs> they, don't have, they don't have standard operating equipment on yeah. planes. Which... I always love coffee when I watch radar. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, just. So another big uh, scene that kind of bugged us that we're going to get into, New York Stock Exchange. The, uh, the Stock Exchange. Or not the New York Stock Exchange. The Gotham. Stock, the, my goodness. Let's just say that when I first watched this, I didn't understand what was going on. I was like, because it, it wasn't totally clear when you first watched. When it. I first watched it, when I watched uh, yeah. it again, it took you some time to. It was so anticlimactic. Yeah. Can I ask one question? Where did they get the dirt bikes? Where the dirt bikes come from? Um, Dicks. Dicks Sporting Goods. <laughs> Is that right next door to Gotham Stock Exchange? The Gotham Stock Exchange. Dicks. Is it in the, Go- the Gotham Stock Exchange? You know what? It's a. It's like a a part. You know, Dix owns the stock exchange. It's sponsored by Dix. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. I feel like, uh, what's another movie? Maybe Inception. I feel like Nolan kind of contradicts himself in a way. Hmm. I don't know. I, 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 did, I honestly feel like Nolan peaked at Dark Knight. That's my opinion. Inception's pretty damn good. Inception is good, but I just feel like after Dark Knight, he kind of loses himself a bit. 
because I was not a fan of Interstellar, and I know you are. Man. <laughs> That's a Fire Nice episode. That would definitely be a Fire Nice episode. What I feel is when you're dealing with this much money, there's going to be help all around from the studio. And so maybe I'm just, I don't know shit. Maybe Nolan didn't have the final, final, final say, and some of the studio had to have their input in it, and you never know. Or maybe he was, some people do get tired. I mean, we all saw what happened to Age of Ultron. Spider-Man 3. Saw what happened to Spider-Man 3. I don't really think Sam Raimi wanted to do Spider-Man 3. I'm sure, you know what? I think it's that he didn't want Venom. I think that's the thing. And they made him. They made him do Venom. That is the, that is the rumor. Yeah. I just think it's. Um, so this is stock exchange. Yeah. Can we, so this is what he went, this is what happened. Bane rolls into the stock exchange. With the fingerprints of... Smuggles uh, several dirt bikes into the lobby. Smuggles. Yeah. <laughs> and also, he fits his mask into a tight bike helmet. Tight. I don't know if, if anyone has ever put on a bike helmet before. It's foam, okay? There's foam there. He took out the foam. Oh, he took out the foam. Maybe. So that's all the protection. He took it out. He don't need protection. He's Bane. Yeah, he's Bane. He doesn't feel no pain. He's got muscles for days. So what he does is he uses Bruce Wayne's fingerprints... To buy stock in puts. Now, puts are a type of stock that if you were to buy, what you're doing, you're betting on something decreasing. Okay. I think that's what it is. Don't quote me. So what happens is he's betting on a certain stock decreasing. You know who would know this? John Kenogi. John Kenogi would. Puts and outs, or whatever they're called. What he's doing is he buy all of Bruce Wayne's money goes into these puts, and they expire at midnight. So that means he's losing all this money at midnight. What, what, what I don't get is why the stock exchange doesn't just hold all transfers and buying money powers when this thing happens. How inept is everyone in this, in this entire movie? Not only does the CIA not have radar, but people don't know how to stop a stock exchange. You know when 9-11 happened? Stock exchange stopped. You know what happened when... I kind of terrorist attacks. Yeah, stock exchange stops. Like when things happen, yeah. the stock exchange goes. It stops. I, National tragedies. I also I kind of thought the special effects in the stock exchange scene when the people are shooting up all the TVs or monitors or whatever. I feel like you could. It's so obvious that they're not shooting. I thought it was. I just thought it was terrible special effects. That guy still got his sandwich wrong. Yeah, so you're you're an elite league of shadows assassin and you can't get a sandwich right he just he just he asked for no rye how about the chase afterward i feel like this was a setup for a big return for batman mm-hmm. and it i still it's still lackluster of what happens at the stock exchange make me care about make it more clear that bruce wayne lost all his money instead of me showing me in a, in a newspaper yeah like all of his funds are gone they're all mine or something there's one newspaper scene they show where one of the words is spelled wrong. Heist is spelled wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe in that universe. I mean, typos Maybe that's happen. Maybe how they spell it. Typos happen. In the DC universe, heist is spelled with an IE instead of EI. Oh, yeah. Who knows? I just thought the chase was like just a thing to make the police look dumb just so Bane can escape. I will, I will admit that. Because they I... chase Batman. They, once Batman shows up, they leave alone the terrorists. The armed terrorists and chase down Batman. Who obviously, very obviously, is helping them. 
I mean, that's just like that in the comics, though. Like, what is it, 100 cop cars fill the streets to chase, to you trap know, Batman? Know I, you know what I they said They could have about trapped that? the armed terrorists. How clear were the, are those roads? How clear? They were so clear. Super clear, right? No one was on those roads. Super clear. I, everyone is inept in this, in this movie. They managed to capture the Joker in the last movie. Well, Joker even though, wanted, even though, yeah, even though he wanted to be, they still managed, and they also kept Commissioner Gordon's death a secret. So they went from somewhat lethal police force in Gotham, where they could do their job, to eight years later, the Dent Act has made everyone's job so fluffy they forgot how to be cops, they forgot how to be CIA agents. And they just don't know how to stop a stock exchange. Well, yeah. The Den Act. The Den Act. Thank you, Den Act. Thank you. Do you want to talk about the dynamic between Batman and Catwoman in this movie? Yes. You want to talk about that? This isn't a car. <laughs> this isn't Probably a car. It's one of my favorite lines of the movie. For real, for real. For real, for real? For real, for real? I'll tell you, there, there are a lot of bad lines. This isn't a car. It makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> in a good way. My, mo- my mom always told me not to get in a car with strangers. This isn't a car. I just laugh all the time. It's great. It's a great line. And uh, when, uh, so that's how that feels. I, I mean, that's bringing up the cheese. Yeah. The cheese that was hardly in the other two movies. You got the cheese. I'll tell you what scene I really like um, is when he's standing on top of that tower of sorts or the... Radio tower, whatever it is, the the, the big uh, antenna looking thing he's standing on top of. I feel like that's straight out of a comic book. Cause, Definitely, because Batman, you know, looks down on the city and stuff. That's how he finds it. I saw guy. some complaints about that online. That scene, yeah, and I thought that they said it's wasted time, and I was like, it's Batman though. It's very Batman esque scene. The weird thing is, is when they're walking in the sewer. Yes, isn't it weird watching them walk? Well, you know what's weird is. They cut from him on the tower to her in him in the in this in this subway scene, sewer or whatever, and he comes out like towards the from the wall, and it's like where where did you come from? So I remember, <laughs> did you come through the wall? Batman's deliberate when he walks, or he's running. If you ever watch the animated series, doesn't don't they run everywhere? Yes. Batman runs everywhere, so it's weird to see Batman walking. It's yeah. not, it's 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 a weird thing to complain about, but it. Aesthetically, it's kind of a nitpick. Aesthetically, Batman, <laughs> Batman, Batman doesn't really walk, but then unless again, he's unless he's walking menacingly, yeah. Superman walks because nothing can stop him. Yeah, like he can look like a total badass walking slow towards you. Batman's gonna run at you. Yeah, you know what's weird about that scene though is unless she... whoa, and I'm sorry, yeah. unless Batman's sneaking, then it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But he's like in the middle between attacking and sneaking, and it's just walking around leisurely in the Batman suit. I'll tell you what part bothered me about that scene is after he walks from the wall, just he's just like, it's like he stood by the wall, and they're like, okay, uh, cut, uh, or action, and he just starts walking towards her. But once he walks up to her and they start having conversation, she gets up, walks by him, and next thing you know, it cuts to them both walking in the distance, right? Which you're talking about, which mm-hmm. is weird. But I just thought it was weird how they cut to that I, I don't know it just it seemed like a weird cut to me nitpicks all the nitpicks yeah all the nitpicks <laughs> for uh, us here but uh it, i don't know how how'd you feel about that fight how how does batman not have any backup money how how 
how does any established person not have backup accounts, savings, funds, trust funds, like Roth IRAs, offshore 40Ks, accounts. offshore accounts, stock in secret places? Are you telling me that all of Batman's assets went into this stock for that it leaves him nothing? And sometimes your money can be held up in physical things like the house. Yeah. Uh, under yeah. the mattress. Remember, the guy says it. <laughs> the cop says it. He's, he's like, well, mine's under my mattress. Uh, mine under my mattress. Physical things. They can be held in physical assets, too, like maybe gold. I'm just saying. Like, how does he... Like... Yeah. I just... I, I, I see what you're saying. $4.1 billion that Batman, you know, kind of has. It's in that range. He's a billionaire. All of it's gone. So we won't we won't talk about the fight and uh, we won't not really. We, oh, okay, what okay. would you? Would, it was it was all right. Th- Did you the like whole, the dialogue in the like, fight that Bane when, was saying? I think when when you have Bane as a villain, your shadows. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? <laughs> yeah. So when Bane was a, when Bane was announced as a villain, everyone lost it because they wanted to see the Batman get his back his back broken. Which happens in Nightfall, one of the most the most popular Batman comics out there. They show that, and I think it shouldn't have happened. Anyone who has ever had pain in their back that has torn—I work with a lot of people that have back pain, have hurt their back, and it will always hurt because of that one, that one twist or that one pop they can never fully regain full strength in their back and they can never and it always hurts type of thing it i yeah it just <laughs> it's it because because like so, cause you, you know it you know what's gonna happen uh, well that he breaks his back yeah you just you kind of know what's gonna happen i don't i don't like it because i think it, it just overshadows do you like when it happens in a comic book have you read it's, Nightfall? It's fantastic. Yeah. It takes Batman out, and then Azrael takes his spot. And Azrael, 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 he's a killing Batman. Like, he kills. Mm-hmm. As, like, he kills people. So Batman has to take it back. But... I just... We, we I have say. a lot... I have, Batman... Do you think they're kind the of best, pandering? By doing, no, I don't that? think it was pandering. It's just... It was giving the audience what they wanted, and that was the backbreak scene. And I think it was kind of lackluster just because of the fact that, yes, I know that Batman has been out of it for eight years. Yes, I know that Bane is physically superior, and a, it looks a little bit faster. But Batman should know. He, sh- he should know yeah. that when you're fighting a stronger and faster opponent, you have to go for the weak points. It looked like they were going through the motions of a fight scene, like a, char- a choreographed, choreographed fight scene. You, you fight dirty. If you're if you're losing, Batman should have been. He should have been. Well, he tried. He did the stun. He did the smoke stun. Uh, try to sh- flash, and then he did, turned out the lights. The scene, the fight itself, without the music and the hard heading punches, it's good. But we never get to see Batman fight through adversity through his fights. Can I just say, I think he has more. Than a broken back, I feel like he would have a skull fracture from the from him pounding that his mask in. Isn't the isn't the mask like some composite fiber that protects him against bullets? Like yeah, like 
low caliber bullets or something like that. Yeah, because in the first one, don't they show him smashing it to make it? And he's like, no, we we got to make another. Yeah. The whole Nightfall thing and him taking five months to recover, you just, I, there was no drama for me. I knew. Bane is technically older than Batman. I just want to put that out there. Really? Well, because. He must do yoga. Well, because he protects, what's her name? Talia. I guess we'll get to that soon. Um, but Batman is, get, gets thrown into prison, uh, which is located in a very deep hole somewhere in the Middle East and has better reception than some people in the United States. Let me just say that this, the fact that this pit has electricity yeah. is ridiculous. <laughs> you have to drill a hole at least 30 stories deep. Where's the wires? Where, okay, not only that, but where, is they get, where are they getting power from? To run the TV. Yeah, from the nearest city? Solar panels. Solar panels. <laughs> Solar panels. I have no idea. This is a prison. Why do they have TV? Who gave them the TV? Just, you know. And why is it behind cage? Did you say that it's behind, like, a fence or, like, steel? Yeah. yeah. And why did no one go nuts when he broke their only TV? I don't know. So, anyway. He gets, I just felt that, I just, I don't want to interrupt you again. Yeah. I just felt that there was no drama after the backbreak. Like, I knew he was going to come back. Do you think he came back too soon? No. But at the same time, I knew he was going to come back. So, he get, so anyway, he gets out of the, the pit, which they say um, Bane is the only one to climb out of the pit, right? Because the reason why I'm mad is because it's a physical challenge. And in a movie, a physical challenge is, I mean, what? I'm going to get stronger, I'm going to get healthy, and I'm going to get out of this pit. Mm -hmm. There really is no drama because what is stopping them? Oh, a broken back? I'll I'll just be careful. A psychological problem is different. Like a... Like a, he should have been more scared to it, take the challenge it on. It should have been his psyche is broken, not his body. And it really didn't feel like his psyche was broken. There should have been more Ra's al Ghul taunting him in his dreams. There should have been more, I can't do it, I can't do it, I'm not worth it, Gotham doesn't need me anymore. There should be more of that, why am I saving Gotham if they hate me? There should have been more, they should have played more on that instead of his body. Because that's not the whole point of the movie. The whole point is him believing, him sacrificing himself is what he needs to do to save Gotham. When in actuality, he needs to do more than that. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's the whole point. Why, got, like, I, I see what why, you're why Alfred left? Because he knew that that uh, Bruce was only doing this so that he could die as Batman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like that's what that's why Alfred left because he didn't want to see him go on a suicide mission. Yeah. And that they should have played on that. Okay. And they did. I see what you're saying. They did, but not enough. How do you feel about Scarecrow's cameo? He was funny. I liked it. Yeah, I it was, thought it was pretty neat. Yeah, it was definitely good. Do you like the whole ending? Uh, I mean, you said earlier you do like Bane's death. I like Bane's death this time because it's, it's, it's fitting. It's how about, very fast and brutal. How about Gotham sending 90% of its police force down into the sewers? I already, to get we've, trapped? Al- we've already... We've already talked about the ineptitudes yeah. of this city <laughs> after the Dent Act. I yeah. do not, do not, do not, just do not. We'll not bring it up anymore. No more. I just had to get that out there. Uh, 
one of the other things they're training I wanted to mention is how they tease Bane being the child that gets out mm-hmm. when he's actually the protector of the child mm-hmm. because how um, about it's a twist that we didn't need the whole Talia twist wasn't needed you already had the twist in the last movie with the whole Commissioner Gordon is dead. Did we know that Commissioner Gordon wasn't dead when we saw the twist? I don't remember. I think it was. I think they explained the. They explained what was going to happen. I I really think we thought maybe we were kind of think that Commissioner Gordon was dead, but in the back of our minds, we didn't really think so. Okay. But in this, in the the twist was the bomb going off on Rachel and Harvey Dent, and he gave them the yeah. wrong addresses. That was a great twist. Yeah. I didn't think a twist was needed for Dark Knight Rises. It could have been straightforward, and I would have loved it. Mm-hmm. Would have loved it. Did you think the ending was uh, lackluster at all? Are you talking about the part where it ends on uh, JGL finding the Batcave? Well, just, just the whole uh, fight scene at the end and you know the, the reveal and then both characters' deaths, I would say... The big climactic. Uh, so Talia dies. Fight. Talia dies by a hand that's not her. She dies from a car crash, basically. Bane dies by Catwoman, which I'm totally fine with now because it looked it was it was thematic. since he was basically the the yeah he was, the right it was thematically man. cool to me. I was like, that's cool. I remember seeing in the theaters being like, I did not like that. Now I'm like, that was cool. He yeah. deserved. He deserved. A quick painful death. Well, a quick painless death. Mm-hmm. That's what he deserved. The whole Batman with the bomb, I liked it. Him taking two minutes to talk to Catwoman and C- Commissioner Gordon while there's a bomb ticking down. In the arms of a little boy, as you give him a sweater and you talk to him like that. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't, didn't need any of that. You're wasting too much precious time, Batman. Yeah. Shock Batman's w- too smart for that. Shockwaves. Shockwaves can kill you. Shockwaves from an atomic bomb can kill you. Well, when did he drop out of the when plane? When did he drop out of the plane? Exactly. <laughs> I'm under the assumption that he was not even close to it. So your favorite character, John Blake, at the end, is revealed to be Robin. So And he takes the there, mantle. There are so many reasons why his name didn't need to be Robin. Because the whole point of the Batman's... One of the, one of the main points of the Batman series is that anyone can be a hero. Yes. Anyone can be a hero. Can rise up and be a hero. Can rise up and be a hero. He wanted to wear, he wanted to be Batman because anyone, almost, anyone can be a hero. I can't say anyone can be Batman because you need money and you need martial arts and stuff. But, anyone can be a hero. So why, why, why does his name have to be Robin? Or just why? Does not make any sense? Why? It's just that little like, I remember seeing theaters and people were like, oh, no I, way. Aud- I remember in the theaters, I audibly groaned. I was like, ah. <laughs> so you weren't, ah. you weren't like, oh my God. You were like, no. Ah. You were like, oh. Because I think the internet at that time had already figured out that he's Robin. Okay. So I didn't. I, you know what I thought he was just going to be a completely different character when I was watching it. Tell, tell me the lines. I'm a. You should you should go by your. I'm a. Let's do that. Yeah, let's do okay, that. Okay. Uh, this is how it should have happened. 
You should you should go by your um your your real name. John Blake. <laughs> no, Nightwing. Oh my god, that's his first name. <laughs> yeah, Nightwing John Blake is his real name. You know how much I would have liked that. Do you just know how much I would have liked that and how funny that would have been? I'd be like, go full cheese, go full cheese, Christopher Nolan, go bunch full of, cheese. Bunch of putties. Bunch of putties. Just, I like your real name, Nightwing. <laughs> tell that me the, so bad. Tell me the whole theater wouldn't have just erupted in this. Why don't you go by your Native American name, Nightwing? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better. Okay, so if you made it this far, yeah, and <laughs> if you made it this far, if you like me and Mario bashing this movie, yeah, maybe it's your beloved movie. So now, finally, <laughs> after all the negative, we're gonna do some of our positives. Yes, first of all, you go first. Okay, so I love Catwoman. I think Michelle Pfeiffer is one of my favorite Catwomans. I'm not even gonna mention Halle Berry in the same breath as her. Why would I do that? Michelle Pfeiffer is the, she exudes the sexiness that I see from a Catwoman. Nowadays, it's over-sexualized. Exactly, yeah. But back then, she has the sultry, she has the cunning, and she's also slightly crazy. Michelle Pfeiffer gets slightly crazy as Catwoman. Do I, she's in Batman Returns. Okay, yes. I'm about to say, yeah, she gets slightly crazy in. This Catwoman doesn't have that crazy, but well, she she has the she's more she, her uh appear, appear appearance wise she looks more like the sixties uh, Catwoman. Yeah, and I think I think it was an homage. Yes, I, and Anne Hathaway looks great doing whatever she does in every part of the movie. She she looks great. How's your wife feel about that? <laughs> she she likes Jeremy Renner, Hawkeye. I okay, can't. Okay. I, okay, so. We're good. She moves with the gracefulness of a cat. And she's also cunning. But she also gets caught a lot. So. So. But I feel as she was. I feel if you took out JGL. You took out a lot of parts. And you added more Catwoman. I think this would be a stronger movie. And you added more the dynamic of them two joining up. Batman and Catwoman joining up. Yeah. I, I do agree if they would have taken out, because there's a lot of this, like, like I was saying earlier, there's a lot of nonsense here, in my opinion. Nonsense. That, yeah. And it's just, it's like quick, dumb scenes that don't need to be in the movie. And you could have just added more storytelling of some of these characters or what they're going through psychologically, like you were saying. And that could easily make this more of a compelling ending. So Batman realizes that he can't do this by himself. Catwoman realizes that she can't do it by herself. Also, get the clean slate. So you team them up earlier in the movie instead of the end. Yeah, because they, they kind of tease the... the, J, the JGL the, wants to be the next Batman. Tease him at the end of Dark Knight or something as a kid. Come back. He's doing, you know, he's, he's doing stuff. Show him. Show him training somewhere. The three of them team up. But don't call him Robin. Just call him a cop on the inside like Commissioner Gordon. Commissioner Gordon is just, he's too shady for Batman He should have worked with them. That would have been cooler. That would have been cooler. It's just, there's too much stuff. And I feel... We're going to have to do a fix-it for this. For sure. 
I don't even want to fix it anymore. Let sleeping dogs fly. Positive. Uh, any scene with any scene that didn't have Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it. I just. You think he? You think he brought the movie down? But I you do. don't think it's his I don't fault. Think it, I don't think it was his. Perf- well, I don't want to say it was Joseph Gordon-Levitt himself. Well, there's I, that one scene on the bridge when the bridge explodes and he I, jumps he, back. Did you see that? The, the, are you talking about the pair away he does? He's like, ah, uh, yeah, he uh, twists. Uh, it just looks so, <laughs> I don't know. He, he brought a. What are you trying to say? I, he's, I, he brought a I don't weird. Feel, he didn't bring a weirdness. He just, he was awkward. Too, he was like too perfect. He was too perfect. Too perfect. Flawless. Flawless. And JGL, JGL. I just—that's just the flaws nickname. I don't think he would needed to be in this movie. Like, I let, agree. Let Commissioner Gordon could have done his. Well, I don't know. He's not a beat cop I, I, anymore. I feel, they could have had Commissioner Gordon's daughter. I think that would have maybe Batgirl or Rosario Dawson. Uh, Rosario Dawson. <laughs> I, 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 maybe that could have been a better uh, dynamic. The because they could have had that bond with Commissioner Gordon. I could have been more like impactful when she finds out her dad was doing sneaky sniff. I didn't see the appeal of uh, Justin Gordon-Levitt. So I didn't care when he got to the Batcave. I didn't care when he was saving those kids, even though I want the kids safe. That is true. I just didn't. I didn't care him being a hero because I didn't. I couldn't appeal. I just didn't. There's nothing there for me to appeal to. Other than he is perfect in every way. Except that he's a little green as a yeah. cop. He's a little green. I just... I couldn't do it. Any other positives that you had? Were there any specific scenes that you really liked? I always loved the gadget scenes with, uh, with uh, Morgan Freeman and Christian Bale. Those are, those are pretty good. Those are always the best. And I, you take away the best actors of the movie. And I don't... I just don't... <laughs> I th- uh, one of my positives would have to be Morgan Freeman as well. Mm-hmm. Scenes with Morgan Freeman and you know showing them the gadgets and stuff because it it does kind of bring out that that child in Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. You know Bruce Wayne's like oh you know like he sees the toys or whatever. The bat cycle is definitely a positive. I have always loved the bat cycle. The bat cycle is pretty neat. I did you like the addition of the bat? Uh, the bat the bat plane. Bat, bat plane? It, it was bound to happen. You have the tumbler, the cycle. Did you like it, though? I didn't mind it. I did, you didn't mind it? You think it could? I think I, I liked it for what, what the way yeah, they did with I mean, it. It was a little scary, though, in my opinion. <laughs> the way it flies away, yeah, it's kind of creepy. It's not a car. Like, can you imagine seeing that in the sky? I'd be like, oh. I just don't, I forgot how it flies, but it was. Another positive for me, and you're going to be shocked when I say this. The scene where he's standing on top of the tower looking across the city. Wow! <laughs> so, so surprised, right? Because <laughs> uh, that's so Batman-esque to me. Um, another positive... This movie looks great. It does look good. It still looks great. Eight years ago, something like that. It still looks great. The other positive, I do like the Batman um, Bane fight in the sewer. I like it. I wish it wasn't so sudden. Because it feels too sudden to me. Like, it, it, he sees Bane, goes down, they fight. Like, it's, it, there's no build-up to them fighting. You know what I mean? There's no build-up, like, okay, 
I'm gonna sneak around here. I'm gonna try to surprise him. Like Bat, I feel like Batman would try to surprise Bane. No, he goes down and he goes head he on. He doesn't. Batman. But Batman I, but doesn't. I like what happens in the fight, and mm-hmm. I like the only dialogue in the whole movie I actually like is Bane's dialogue to Batman in this. Really? In the fight scene. Yes. Really. Even though I hate Bane in general in like, this God, movie. This is your ally. Yeah. I was born into it. I didn't, I didn't see the light till I was my favorite, my favorite dialogue he says is, I am the League of Shadows. Like, I thought that was so cool. That was, that was, that was amazing. I still think the worst line in the movie, and I wish it could have been better, was um, Bane on the steps of City Hall. Batman comes back. He goes, so, you've come to die with your city. And then Batman goes, no, I came back to stop you, bruh. <laughs> but he could have done so much better. Yeah. He could have, Batman could have been like, at least I have some, at least I have a place. Like, at least I have a place to die for or something like that. Because Bane and Talia don't have homes. Yeah. Like, at least I have a place to die for. Or, Batman interrupts him when he's talking and, and punches, pu- him, yeah. punches him straight swings, in the fuck. Swings down and kicks him just, or something. Just, he just pulls a Batman. He doesn't care. Yeah. He's not going to exchange pleasantries with you. He's already, he's already, which he should be in the comics, he's which, already two steps ahead of you. That's the only thing that I thought was weird about, well, Christian Bale Batman in general, he just fights people head on in a way. He, he doesn't do reconnaissance. No. Not anymore. Not since Batman Begins. When are we going to get a legit, honest, detective you're, Batman movie? You're never going to get it. You know, maybe the Batman movie, I'm telling you, if we pitch that Batman movie, I'm going straight detective nor Batman. All if, right. if we pitch a Batman movie, right. John Kenoki wants to do that. But we already did a, like a Venom movie, so we might only want to step away from superhero movies. For yeah. The only other negative I think we forgot to touch on, even though the whole thing is a negative almost, was the lip syncing from the song and the people singing and he's climbing the, the pit. Oh, it, we, didn't, we didn't mention timing. There are some parts in this movie where the timing is off, where the drum... You know, there are some movies where you know that the dramatic music and what's happening hit at the same time, and it's an emotional beat, and then it sticks with you. When, ba- when Batman is jumping to the ledge, it feels like it's a half second behind, where he jumped, he, the camera is him, it, yeah. jumping, turns away to the crowd, turns back to him, he catches it, turns back, is it, uh, turns back to the crowd, music starts, and it's kind of late. Yeah. And it, it feels, doesn't match up with their with their mouth movement either. It feels weird. And, and the music obviously is really loud. That's one complaint that everyone pretty much has, I think, with Dark Knight Rises, is the music does overshadow some of the dialogue. What is this, Interstellar? The music the music is a positive. I like the music. Well, Hans Zimmer is always Yeah. I love the Batman theme. So take two. Take two. Second look at Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. Better or, or do you feel the same? I feel the exact same way. I actually, I definitely, I, what I did was. Do you appreciate it more maybe? I don't way? appreciate it. I just, you know what? Well, you know what I did? I enjoyed it. That's what I did. I was like, I'm just going to watch it. Yeah. Let me watch it. Because Chris Rock's not a hater. I'm not, I'm not no hater. You just have issues. I do have some issues because when you establish, when you establish a narrative, a style, and a journey. You're establishing that type of things for me. You're establishing that this universe is realistic. You're establishing that there's hardly any cheese in this universe. And you're establishing that there's a law to Batman. And you use it for the first two movies. And you create this mythos. And that this is the Batman I'm trying to create. And then you go to this third movie. 
And it's not anywhere like the last two movies. In my honest opinion, and I wanted it to be... There's also... I wanted this to be the best Batman movie of all time. That's what I wanted. Okay. And it didn't. So what we're going to do with take two... Yeah. Is we're going to... We're going to... Um, I think we should do something like maybe a thumbs up or a... Uh, maybe like a, a straight line. A Undertaker. An Undertaker throat. throat cut, straight line, <laughs> or a thumbs down. Thumbs down. Are you going straight, straight across? Like you're just the same that you felt before. I wish there was something in between thumbs up and the plane. Yeah. Because that's... Because it's... I definitely... So hitchhiker thumb. Hitchhiker. <laughs> <laughs> this... Take two. We'll have to think about that. We'll, we'll have, have to think, think about, about it. Yeah. But right now, I... Overall, I definitely... Enjoyed I, def- I definitely it? enjoyed watching it because yeah. it's, it's a Batman movie, and you can't like every Batman movie could be the worst Batman movie, but as long as it's got enough cheese in it, it could be good. This movie had some cheese in it, so it, I mean, I liked. I it was a movie, it was a Batman movie. I love all the Batman movies. I mean, Batman Forever is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> that that little kid in us just, just still loves that movie. But when you establish that narrative and journey and mythos, and it's not there, that's what got me. It, this movie felt like you got serious, you got serious, and then you get goofy type of thing. Yeah, I feel you. It's kind of like Sp- Spider-Man in a way. Like, Spider-Man was, was uh, kind of the, the beginning, mm-hmm. which was serious but also lighthearted. Mm-hmm. But then you had serious. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man Two. It's kind of out there for the third one, like yeah. And the third one's what like, is, what is what is going on? I honestly think the third one, the studio had a lot of say in that because of the. It just seemed like a lot of it was made for merchandise. But anyway, I, I don't know. Dark Knight. I can see similarities between for us. Yeah. Us personally, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man and Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. This, if you watch all three of these movies together, it's a good story yeah all together okay i can see that yeah just how like quantum Asalis is better if you've just watched casino royale if you just watch quantum Asalis by itself i like quantum Asalis. it's it's good but not by itself no it's it's not as good as casino royale i can, i yes i agree I, so I'm I'm a, a, you know what? I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a level playing field because it, 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 it wasn't worse yeah and it wasn't better than what i expected it was the same okay I appreciated more stuff. Saw I nitpicked more stuff, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's it's a Batman movie. Well, is it my least favorite Batman movie? Probably. I can agree. I can agree. I'm gonna say a thumbs down. Mm. Though I appreciate what I I, I see what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. There's just I I'm not Chris Rock, so I'm a hater. Yeah, everybody knows Mary Bar is a hater. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know. I just I really wanted. I didn't them. like I, it. I really I wanted want, it to be better. I wanted. I really wanted this movie to be the best Batman. I movie. like Batman. Yeah, I like superheroes yeah. stuff. I grew up with superheroes. I read comic books mm-hmm. every now and then. Yeah, I, I'm not as much as I was for a little bit. You yeah, know, I was really big into comic books, but to see one of your childhood, uh, one of your favorite things as a kid just have a terrible story in my opinion 
and just a a film that I could tear apart. <laughs> I just, it just makes a thumbs down for me, you know. I don't know. We sound but like whiny. We sound like whiny kids right yeah, now. Yeah, it's just my opinion though. Man, man, this movie wasn't good. That's <laughs> just our opinions though. Totally. That's we just wanted when we make fun of Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, this is what we mean. Yeah, but. That was take two on Dark Knight Rises. Um, we'll probably do more take twos. We'll revisit some you know what other we films. Do? What? Only watch Dark Knight Rises for take two. That, <laughs> It'd be... Oh, my goodness. We should do Spider-Man 3 now. Have you heard... There's that... Um, we should, what is another one that we, didn't, we, we could revisit? Age of Ultron. We could... Yes. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. You want to do Age of Ultron? Age of Ultron is the next take two me and Chris Hark are going to do. Oh, man. I'm going to tear that movie up. Are you really? You like it more than I do. I thought, you, li- you liked it more than Aven- I did. The event, the original Avengers. I like it more than you guys. The original Avengers. You and John. I like the Avengers. You said the the dinosaur looking whale things. You didn't well, like. I didn't like that. Yes, <laughs> but I think it's better than Age of Ultron. Anyway, we'll we'll do take two for Age of Ultron. But um, there's a podcast that only watches the worst movie ever every year. I I, I yeah. You heard about that? Yeah. It's fantastic. Do you listen to them? No, I forget. I forget what movie they watch though. It's like I forget, but it's the worst movie ever. Anyway, oh, it's Paul Blart Mall Cop. They watch it every single year. Oh my goodness! Every single year. Um, I don't. I don't even know what to say after that. <laughs> so we're Cinema Seven. We're Cinema Seven. Look us up on Facebook at Cinema Seven. Check us out on Twitter at Cinema Seven underscore Podcast. We post more on Twitter than we do Facebook. Mario is on a roll on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Mario's getting so many people hating on him on Twitter. Ryan Johnson Ryan actually Johnson. liked one of my posts. Yeah, I saw okay. that. I saw okay. that. I, you know, what? I don't, I don't, I don't care that they moved the scar at all. I, I don't care either. In the back to tank, anything could happen. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean it can. Um, also, if you listen to us on iTunes, make sure to review us, uh, give us stars, whatever, just whatever the review, the the thing in the middle says review. Go on there, write review. You can either one star to five stars, whatever you whatever you want to give us, whatever you think. We would appreciate the feedback because it definitely, you know, will help us change, get better. But it would also, you know, um, if it's good, you know, we we can see. I mean, we could get better. We can always learn and take in more, no matter what the feedback is. We can always. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Just whatever. Just uh, give us some kind of feedback. Like, it's very if appreciative. You th- if like if you think The Dark Knight Rises was a better movie than what we were saying, hit us up on Twitter. Why don't you come on the podcast with us? We'll exactly. Do, we'll do a take. We t- want. We'll do a take two point oh. We, take we, two point one. We, we like. Will, we do want refute us. Yeah. Come on, come on the podcast. Talk to us. Tell us we're wrong. That's it. That's how you That's do. What it. I gotta do. Debate. Don't we don't gotta get we don't gotta get explosive over this. This is just our opinions, baby. I mean, I don't know how many people get this far in the podcast. I really hope there's we have fans out there that get this far, and it, no, 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 oh, no matter what, our fans only listen to thirty minutes in, and they stop. <laughs> They're like, "God, these guys, these guys." <laughs> Especially on this one, maybe if they like Dark Knight Rises, but I think they would want to listen to it so they could be like, "Yeah, yeah. that's not right." <laughs> I want, I want to get on the podcast, and I want to tell them what's up. I think, I think that would be a great idea, and I would definitely do this again. Yeah, this is hey, this is just our opinions, and like I said, we we like I've said before on other episodes. I don't know if you've listened to us on other episodes, but we want all opinions to be expressed. So definitely, you know, 
reach out to us and we'll get your opinion out there. It's it's as simple as that. If I was in this movie, yeah, this would be my favorite movie of all time. That's why I always promote Fireside Comics. Uh, not only are we podcast bros, but they also have opinions. I hope and th- I hope they listen to this one. I want to know. I, hope so. I actually want to know what their opinion is. Okay, yeah, Fireside Comics. Fireside let us Comics. Know. Tell us. Tell us your opinions. Because if because then we have to do a prequel. Dark Knight Rises <laughs> versus episode versus episode. We're planning that. We're 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 gonna we're yeah, gonna fine. get them. We're calling you out, brother. <laughs> so Chris Hawk, if you wanna, you know, close us as usual. Hit it, Chris Hawk. Oh my god. <laughs> so uh, at Cinema Seven, we want to thank you always for watching with us. We want to thank you for listening with us, and we want to thank you for exploring with us. 